You can save 15% or more at Amazon when you pay with Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. Just go to purse.bogosity.tv. You can set your own discount. 5% gets you fastest delivery, or you can set it to 30% or more if you're not in a hurry. Purse makes it so easy to save money at Amazon by buying with crypto. Just go to purse.bogosity.tv and start saving now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of April 28th, 2019. The podcast that can't stay, gotta run, run, yeah. This is your host, Shane Killian. Let's eviscerate the news of the bogus. So, you know how they always tell us that if we don't like government, we can just go somewhere where no government has jurisdiction? That's pretty much the ocean. And so some libertarians have had the idea of seasteading, where you live on a floating platform in international waters, away from the jurisdiction of any government. But it didn't really work out for retired systems analyst Chad Elertowski and his wife Nadia, who tried living on a floating platform 12 nautical miles off the coast of Thailand. The Thai government claimed the couple were violating the territorial independence of Thailand and said they may face the death penalty. The couple fled for their lives, and the Thai government seized and destroyed their floating home. The remnants were towed to Thailand as evidence. Alertowski said, quote, This is ridiculous. We lived on a floating houseboat for a few weeks, and now Thailand wants us killed. We are still quite scared for our lives. We seriously did not think we were doing anything wrong and thought this would be a huge benefit for Thailand in so many ways. I believe my lawyer can come to an amicable agreement with the Thai government. Despite the fact that their home was on a structure that was floating in international waters, Thailand claims they were close enough to their territory that they could do what they wanted. According to Thai Rear Admiral Vitanarat Kochasaini, quote, the couple announced on social media declaring their autonomy beyond the jurisdiction of any courts or law of any countries, including Thailand. We see such action as deteriorating Thailand's independence. Elwertowski said in a tweet, I was free for a moment, probably the freest person in the world. It was glorious. Patry Friedman, chairman of the Seasteading Institute and grandson of economist Milton Friedman, said, quote, while our nonprofit Seasteading Institute has no involvement with building or launching projects like this one, we advocate for the rights of seasteaders worldwide. For Chad and Nadia, it was the realization of a romantic dream to live openly and peacefully on the ocean. Thai authorities should follow the lead of the United Nations, who recommend floating cities be part of the global community's new arsenal of tools in their fight against climate change. Yeah, they want floating cities as long as they get to exercise their control over them. But people living independently without government? Oh, we can't have that. That's violating our territorial sovereignty. He also pointed out, quote, Beyond territorial waters, the world's oceans are the common heritage of humanity, not some unclaimed free-for-all. But neither should they be a death sentence. Rather, sustainable floating cities are a key tool to address climate change and other 21st century challenges. Please join me in spreading the message that humanity needs its seasteaders in action, not in jail, in hiding, or in the grave. So it seems that no matter where in the world you go, nowhere are you safe from the armed thugs calling themselves government. 
More and more, the only option seems to be creating alternatives to government such as cryptocurrency and just make them obsolete. But it's clear they are not going down without a fight. Ads are annoying, but ad blockers prevent publishers from making money. What if you could support your favorite websites, YouTube creators, Twitch streamers, social accounts, and many more ad-free and without paying anything, and even make some money yourself? It's not a pipe dream, it's airtime. Go to airtime.bogosity.tv and get the browser extension and you'll earn cryptocurrency for the sites you visit. And so will the publisher. This is not a crypto miner. You and the publisher will both get part of the reward from current miners of the BitTube cryptocurrency, with no middleman taking a cut. Even if the publisher hasn't signed up yet, his tube will be put into a dedicated wallet that he can claim upon sign-up. You can also use your tube to tip publishers and even purchase products. Airtime monetizes users and publishers with no ads or crypto miners. Go to airtime.bogosity.tv and start making money now. Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. And one of the ways we can create those alternatives is to make technologies that government cannot seize or censor. One of those is IPFS, the Interplanetary File System. This is a decentralized network of publicly shared files stored on nodes all over the world. And if any of those nodes become taken down or unaccessible, there are others you can connect to. In the wake of the arrest of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, Bitcoin Cash developer Chris Troutner decided that all of the important information WikiLeaks has presented to the world about what their governments and other important people and organizations were up to was deserving of protection. So he uploaded the entire WikiLeaks cache to IPFS and embedded its information into the BCH blockchain. This isn't the first time the crypto space has come to the rescue of WikiLeaks. Back when payment processors blocked all donations to the website, WikiLeaks began receiving donations in Bitcoin. WikiLeaks still accepts several cryptocurrencies as donations, and in the three days since Assange's arrest, over $40,000 were donated to the site using cryptocurrency. That's a lowball figure. It's impossible to know how much it really is, because the site accepts Monero and Zcash, Two privacy coins whose transactions and amounts are next to impossible to trace. No matter what happens from here on out, everything WikiLeaks has done to date will be available to the public forever. Governments can whine and moan all they want, and they can arrest whoever they want on trumped-up charges, but they can never take this information away from the people. the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.pagosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. 
You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. And now it's time to summon a grand jury over this week's biggest bogan emitter. And for the very first time, the DEA has done what they've been threatening to do for years. They've arrested pharmaceutical executives over the opioid crisis. And the news media, as per usual, has been mindlessly cheering it on without any trace of skepticism. But make no mistake, as we've covered before, the idea of there being an opioid epidemic that's the result of greedy pharmaceutical companies having doctors run pill mill to pain patients and those recovering from surgery and it all results in all these deaths from overdose is nothing but a pack of lies. Rochester Drug Cooperative supplies wholesale pharmaceuticals to retail pharmacies in New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. They've just been charged with a $20 million fine, and two of their former executives have been arrested on charges of drug trafficking. The two men ran their drug empire from a secret bunker where hitmen were used to threaten other drug suppliers and establish their gang turf in... No, I'm kidding. They didn't do anything remotely like that. Although you might think so to hear U.S. Attorney Jeffrey S. Berman talk about it, he vowed that his office would, quote, do everything in its power to combat this epidemic from street-level dealers to the executives who illegally distribute drugs from their boardrooms. Of the two men, he said... Why did they do it? Greed. Gotta love how they can throw the word greed in when what they're really talking about is just making money. Yes, they made a profit for their company. That's what they're supposed to do. In addition to conspiracy to distribute drugs and conspiracy to defraud the United States, the two men are charged with failing to file suspicious order reports. So apparently if a pharmacy orders some oxycodone from them, they're supposed to analyze that order to see if it's suspicious and then report it. In other words, they have to be unpaid law enforcement investigators for the federal government just to stay in business. Fourth Amendment be damned. They claim that RDC sold fentanyl to pharmacies that they knew were turning around and selling on the black market. So you might think that, yeah, these guys were being a little unsavory, but it's completely ridiculous that these things are even illegal to begin with. The reason for so much addiction and overdose is the stupid, insane war on drugs, not the drugs themselves. This comes just five days after 60 doctors, pharmacists, and other licensed professionals were charged with prescribing more than 32 million pain pills. Kind of love how they count the total pills, not the number of prescriptions or doses or something like that. Gotta keep that number scary high! There have also been 1,600 cases against Purdue Pharma and other manufacturers of opioids, which will be tried in the Northern District of Ohio. So here's one lie from CNBC. Overdoses on prescription opioids have taken more than 20,000 lives in the last two decades, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That is absolutely and completely wrong. This figure covers not only prescription opioids, but also opioids obtained on the black market. Most of them didn't even have a prescription. The fact is, if you're prescribed opioids from a doctor, you have less than a 1% chance of becoming addicted and an overdose risk of less than 0.2%. But you'll never hear that from politicians or the mainstream media. 
Something else you'll never hear is that an overwhelming majority of these overdoses are from people abusing other drugs such as alcohol. So it's not just illicit black market opioids, but the fact that people are drinking alcohol with them as well. And that combination can be deadly. Also, most people who overdose have a history of mental illness. The war on drugs does these people no good. All it does is make them reluctant to seek help since it would mean admitting to a federal crime, one the feds are very serious about enforcing. The numbers for opioid overdose have been soaring upward even as the number of prescriptions has been plummeting, as we've covered before. The DEA and the U.S. Attorney's Office want to point the finger at other people to cover up for the fact that their moronic war on drugs fails and fails again and in fact makes things worse as they continue to torture pain patients and interfere with the decisions of licensed medical professionals and a complicit news media happily passes along their bogus propaganda. So that makes all of them this week's Biggest Bogani Emitter. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. Hey, take a look at this. It's the second Silver Cluon winner for 2019. And it goes to Dr. Peter McCormick for his excellent response to cryptocurrency hack Craig Wright. Wright got biggest bogan emitter back in May of 2016 when he laughably claimed to be Satoshi Nakamoto, the inventor of Bitcoin. As we covered, if he were the real Satoshi, it would be ridiculously easy for him to prove it. He could simply sign a message with the keys used to create the Genesis block, or with any number of keys used to make transactions on the blockchain that are known to originate from Satoshi. Heck, for that matter, just sign something with Satoshi's GPG private key. It would be trivial for the real Satoshi to do it. Anyone in the world could verify it, and no one could question it. He's kept at it, and in late 2018, he and his cult of followers made a hostile fork of the Bitcoin Cash blockchain called Bitcoin SV, for Satoshi's vision. They created it with a promise that their superior technology and hashing power would take down the Bitcoin Cash blockchain forever. The attempt was made, but it was a complete and utter failure. There are other reasons to doubt him. He's made posts demonstrating that at the time he didn't even understand the basics of how Bitcoin was mined. He was caught faking the timestamp on a PGP key by setting the clock on his computer to 2008, but using a configuration setting that didn't even exist until 2009. 
When asked for an example of his code, he provided a simple hello program, the first thing every programmer learns, and it turns out he plagiarized it. Early on, he didn't even seem to realize that Bitcoin was one word. He kept spelling it as two words, unlike the real Satoshi. Along the way, he's done what every fraud does, threatened to sue everyone who points out he's a fraud. It got so bad that on April 15th, Binance, a major cryptocurrency exchange, delisted Bitcoin SV in protest, causing the price to plummet to the benefit of other cryptos, mostly Bitcoin Cash. And it looks like other exchanges are going to be following suit. So all this sets up for Peter McCormick's excellent response. Wright, together with his Bitcoin SV cohort Calvin Ayer, sent him a cease and desist letter, and McCormick posted both the letter and his response on Twitter. He wrote, I, Peter McCormick, the King of Bedford, respected mommy blogger, thought leader, Nobel winner, Grammy nominee, dolphin trainer, Instagram influencer, giraffe, tech titan, lord of the dance, and recognized journalist with the number one Bitcoin podcast in Bedford, have posted accurately that Craig Wright is a fraud with the interest of protecting investors from investing money in his fake Bitcoin SV under the belief that this is Satoshi's vision. This is definitely not, in my opinion, Satoshi's vision. Your client has repeatedly and fraudulently claimed to be Satoshi Nakamoto. He did not play an integral part in the development of Bitcoin. It is highly questionable that he can, in fact, code. I believe Craig Wright to be a con man, and despite the pathetic free speech laws in the UK, it is my duty as a mommy blogger to ensure this information is in the public domain. In any claim for libel, the statement must be made in a false statement of fact. Consequently, it will be argued that for my statement to be false, the onus will be on your client to prove that he is, in fact, Satoshi. The order on behalf of Wright demanded, quote, 1. Your assurance that you will preserve all documents that may be relevant to this matter. True. Your undertaking to delete all tweets and other online publications in which you allege that our client had fraudulently claimed to be Satoshi Nakamoto. 3. Your undertaking not to repeat those allegations. 4. Your agreement to tweet an apology. And 5. Your agreement to join in a statement in open court in which you apologize to our client and acknowledge the falsity of the allegations. McCormick replied, quote, 1. Ha 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 ha. 2. No. 3. No. 4. Jog on. 5. Rolf Copter. The whole thing is littered with juicy tidbits like, I find it difficult to understand how I can affect the reputation of your client. This mistakenly states that he has any reputation left. He also claimed that he himself was entitled to substantial damage thanks to Wright's continued harassment, as well as everyone else Wright has harassed and threatened on this matter. You just have to look at his signature for yourself, but I promise you, don't drink anything or you'll spit it out. At Bogosity, we love people who stand up to bullies and censors, and we especially love it when they do so in a hilarious and epic manner. So enjoy your shiny new silver clue on, Dr. McCormick, and I assure you, Craig Wright had nothing to do with its creation. Do you have children, or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling, or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? 
If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 apiece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. And now let's fibrillate this week's Idiot And it's another repeat offender. Senator Elizabeth Warren has a moronic plan to cancel student loan debt and actually thinks she's doing it for the poor and working class, when in reality it's just another government giveaway to the well-to-do. In her presidential campaign announcement last year, she said, quote, Today, millions and millions and millions of American families are also struggling to survive in a system that's been rigged, rigged by the wealthy and the well-connected. And as president, she would continue that noble tradition. At the moment, that comprises of using over a trillion dollars of taxpayer money to end tuition at public colleges and cancel student loan debt. How is that a handout to the well-off? Consider that only a third of people over 25 have a college degree. So that already makes them an elite group. College graduates on average earn about $1 million more in their lifetimes and can demand over 17000 a year more than people with high school degrees. So two-thirds of American taxpayers will be forced to pay to make the other third well off. Nicely done, Warren. Of course, she has her usual spiel that the tax will only affect the super wealthy, but the problem is revenues won't be anywhere near what they project. Even if the tax is constitutional, which it probably isn't. But other countries such as Sweden have tried wealth taxes and ended up getting rid of them because it just wasn't working. Warren has already proposed increasing the number of IRS agents to help manage the tax, so already it's not off to a good start. Not only that, but history also shows that this will just make the cost of college tuition higher. It'll just be paid by taxpayers instead of students who no longer have any incentive to economize, and colleges likewise would have no incentive to compete based on price. The only reason student loan debts are as high as they are now is because colleges have become dependent on federally backed loans and cheap credit to students via the student loan system, which pushes tuition through the roof. But Warren's solutions are never about actually looking at what's wrong with the system and fixing it, rather about gaining more money and power for politicians and benefiting the well-to-do at the expense of everyone else. Exactly the opposite of what she claims. So all of that makes Senator Elizabeth Warren this week's... Idiot wraps up this new car caviar four-star daydream edition of Bogosity Podcast. Come to discord.bogosity.tv where you can join the discussion and post a question, statement, news article, or rant. 
This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please go to donate.bogosity.tv where you can give using PayPal or crypto or subscribe at Patreon or Subscribestar to get the podcast and YouTube videos early and ad-free. You can even support this podcast for free with the airtime extension. Thank you for listening. Until next time, here's a quote from Milton Friedman. I am in favor of legalizing drugs. According to my value system, if people want to kill themselves, they have every right to do so. Most of the harm that comes from drugs is because they are illegal. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial Derivatives 4.0 International License. You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv, your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now.